Welcome everybody, World Football Podcast, another Friday, another podcast. Recording this right now, watching the Chelsea Town game. Chelsea up 1-0, Raheem Sterling with the opening goal, and then we have on the bottom screen, RB Leipzig taking on um, Bochum, uh, not Bochum, uh, Sturgott, almost relegated, one in the um, rele- relegation playoff game, uh, almost a PK call against Sturgott, Sturgott up right now, 1-0 in Red Bull Arena, and uh, Chelsea up 1-0 at Stanford Bridge, cheers to the viewers, cheers to the listeners, uh, drinking some Michter Small Batch Kentucky Straight Bourbon, really delicious bourbon if you're interested, if you're a big bourbon person. I would say it's up there as one of the best. Alright, so to get into it a little bit, um, we had some games last week, a week ago today on Friday, and we're going to open this up with Bayern Munich taking on Werner Bremer, and Bayern Munich was on the road, one of their first games with Harry Kane, wanted to see how he could do, didn't take long, did not take long, Leroy Sané, Four minutes into the game, gets assisted by Harry Kane. And uh, and then in the 74th minute, Harry Kane scores himself. So, Harry Kane scores, I mean, assists, then scores. Leroy Sané with a brace on the day. He gets a second goal in the 90th minute. And then Matthias Tell, um, a beautiful clinical strike from pretty much outside the box, a little bit inside the box. And he, he just buries it, buries it near post. They win 4-0. Absolutely insanely uh, insane game. Beautiful game from Bayern Munich to see. Obviously, first game of the season. We'll see how they look eventually in... Oh, and we have a huge goal by Leipzig right now. 50th minute. Leipzig up. That is good for the bet. We have a 13-game parlay. I will get into it. Um, we have Leipzig to win. 1-1 right now in the 50th minute. We have Monaco to win. Currently down 2-1 against Natis. And um, also on the day, uh, Real Madrid taking on Celta Vigo. Um, We'll get into Real Madrid's last game um, and their 3-1 victory. But also on Friday last week, crazy game in the Premier League. Nottingham Forest hosting Sheffield United. United coming off... Sheffield United coming off a big loss. And then... um, Nottingham Forest coming off a loss as well to Arsenal. Sheffield lost to Crystal Palace at home. So this was a big game. I mean, three minutes into the game, Ohoni, um two goals in two games. This one coming in the third minute. Beautiful assist by um, Sergio Aurier as well. Um, he would wound up with two assists on the day. And then, I mean, to talk about it a little bit, Sheffield United come into the second half 48th minute, Gustavo Hammer for Sheffield United hits a hammer shot from outside the box. Beautifully executed. Finds the back stanchion. I mean, no one was ready for it. Not even the goalkeeper, Matty Turner. Matty Turner played a great game, let me tell you. Oh, and uh, not to uh, cut off my... Oh, and Leipzig Cup, 2-1. It's 2-1. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's go. Let's go. You love to see it. Um... Um, but 
Sheffield United tie the game 1-1. And uh, also, me and my buddy, um, shout out Frankie Minton, we are in a uh, survivor pool for um, one of his one of his uh, unions. And we took Nottingham last week, so we were a little scared. 89th minute, though, um, Chris Wood gets subbed in in the 86th minute, comes in, super sub, another assist by Serge Aurier. And they win this game 2-1. to one. We stay alive in the pool. And I guess this completely. 2-1. That's what I said. And uh, it was a great game. Nottingham, you know, they have a tough matchup against United this week. But this should give them a lot of momentum. I mean, I, I know they're on the road. And it's going to be a tough game for them. But uh, they played really good. They There's no denying the skill that Nottingham possesses. Especially with Awoni, with Alanga coming onto the pitch. He almost had a third goal for the team late into the game and you know Maddie Turner playing good stuff uh playing good goalkeeper so good good win by Nottingham on Friday uh and then that was pretty much it for Friday games and then we opened Saturday with a to go back to the Bundesliga a huge huge game against Augsburg and Borussia Mobblock Augsburg at home this game contained, in the first half, six goals. Six goals. I won't get into everyone's names, but I, it was 3-3 at halftime. I mean, Borussia Mobloch scores two in 27 minutes. They have two goals. And then uh, Augsburg puts a goal, uh, decreases the deficit by one in the 29th minute, so two minutes after. And then almost 10 minutes after... Borussia Mobleck score again, making it a 3-1 game. And within the last six, seven minutes of the first half, uh, Osberg ties it up, makes it a 3-3 game. They wound up going up in the 76th minute, and then they give up a PK in the 97th minute. And man, oh man, what a what an absolute dynamite game that was. Um, I watched the highlights. I didn't get to watch it live, but... It was crazy. It was crazy. It had everything you can ask for. Great goals. And this Augsburg team, man, they they really uh they have a tough matchup against Bayern Munich this week. Borussia Mogblock, what a tough, tough matchup against Bayern Leverkusen as well. Another Bayern team. And um, but man, four six goals in one half? It's absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. And uh this didn't let up. I mean, also in the Bundesliga again, uh, Bayern Leverkusen taking on RB Leipzig in a game that uh, it looks like they took away Leipzig's first goal. I mean, second goal. So now it's back to a 1-1 game. But Leverkusen takes on Leipzig and, you know, um, Jeremy Frangpong, he scores a goal, makes it a 1-0 game. Jonathan Ta makes it a 2-0 game, 35th minute. Danny Olmo, back on the score sheet again, makes it a 2-1 game. That's halftime. And then, um, you know, Leverkusen makes it a 3-1 game. Another assist by Jeremy Frangpong. So he scores a goal. He gets an assist. Victor Oko Boniface with a very good assist. Uh, Almost a goal, too. For all those who don't know, Victor Oko Boniface, he was the star striker for St. Gilleries. Uh, St. Union Gilleries back in Europa, Europa League last year, they got knocked out, but what a season he had. He tied Marcus Rashford for the most goals in Europa League. Um, and then, you know, 
Byron Leverkusen, they they sell Diaby to Aston, Aston Villa, and they sign this guy. And Boniface, man, Boniface is a certified beast. He is a big boy, but he's also very skillful, and he can play well with the ball. So, good signing from them. He automatically gets on the stat sheet with an assist, and Red Bull looks like they need a goal right here. They definitely do. Um, and then uh, it wasn't until the 71st minute that that um, Lebzik got back on the score sheet. 3-2 it finishes. And um, that was, you know, for Bundesliga. I mean, Bundesliga's back. This is the second week right now of Bundesliga. It's very good things to see. I mean, I'll get into the Dortmund game a little later, but there's some good teams, man. There's some good teams. Union Berlin's looking good. Of course, Bayern Munich's looking good. Dortmund's looking a little shaky, but, you know, they come out with a win. Augsburg looks good. Mogblock looks good. Even this game right now, I mean, we're watching Leipzig-Sturgott. Sturgott doesn't look like a bad team. A team that was in relegation battle last year in the in the um, relegation playoff. They look, they're they taking on Leipzig right now. It's 1-1 early into the season, but still, it's good, it's good signs from Bundesliga right now. And... Um, but let's switch it up. You know, we'll go back into the Premier League a little bit. Um, other than the Nottingham game, this was on Saturday. First game on Saturday, we had Fulham hosting Brentford. And, um, you know, Fulham coming off a tough loss. They they get away with a 1-0 win in Everton. And, um, you know, this is their second game hosting Brentford, Brentford on a hot run, they beat, um, they beat Tottenham, and, you know, they, then they come to Fulham, um, Brentford, Fulham, good London derby, and um, it's a really bad pass, I forgot who the defender was on Fulham, but, man, gives a really bad pass back to uh, their goalkeeper, um, Leno, and Yona Wisa just just scoops it up, takes it past everyone, puts it in the net. It's a beautiful goal from him. He's been on fire. Weiss has been on fire. And um, that was in the end of the first half. And then somewhat into the second half, 66 minutes in, Tim Ream gets his second yellow card by causing a PK. Looked a little soft um, for anyone that saw it. It was a pretty soft PK. Not a lot done by Tim Ream. And... You know, he has to pay the punishment, though. He gets the red card. He's suspended a game. And they go down to 10 men. Brian Obwemu puts the PK away. He's on fire as well. He's been having a excellent beginning of the season. And um, it's 2-0, man. And then before you know it, the, the game keeps going on. Brentford kind of just hold possession and take a lot of life out of the game, especially towards Fulham. Fulham didn't really create much. Brian Obwemu... Scores his brace, uh, assisted by uh, Orhair, Orier, and uh, they win this game 3-0. Um, it's really great to see. They they are flying right now, Brentford. They were a team that, without without um, David Rea in net, without um, Ivan Tony, I just felt like this team was not going to be as clinical as they are. And they're proving their dominance right now in the league. I mean, you know, they tie Tottenham 
uh, a, a at home a, a a Tottenham side that's playing very, really good football right now. There's no denying it. We'll get into their game with Manchester United a little later, but they're playing good football. I mean, the absence of Harry Kane, obviously, you could tell is hurting them. You know, Richarlson is not Harry Kane, but, you know, Brentford, they handled Tottenham. Uh, Tottenham actually came back to tie that game. And, uh, you know, on the road against a, uh, a local team, it, it's a great win. It's a great win for this Brentford side who... Currently are flying. Currently are flying. They get the shutout. Um, Fleck fleeking with the shutout goalie for new goalie for Brentford. So good for good to see from them. Also on the day, Liverpool take on AFC Bournemouth at Anfield. They came away from Chelsea with a point. In my opinion, an undeserved point. Um, they probably should have lost that game. They were being manhandled. 65 to 35 possession Chelsea had and you know Salah gets subbed off early there's a bunch of controversy is he going to leave is he going to Saudi Arabia this and that still to this you know Jurgen Klopp denies that it's even in the cards that he's going to leave so as of right now still on Liverpool still in Merseyside and uh but they took on AFC Bournemouth and um, beginning of the game, Bournemouth looking good. I mean, this is a team that tied West Ham. A, a, a West Ham team that just demolished Chelsea. And, um, you know, Bournemouth coming good. Uh, Semeo with a goal, with a really class goal, three minutes into the game. Uh, assisted by Dominic Solanke. And, you know, Dominic Solanke, ex-Liverpool player, probably felt really good to get a nice assist tally on the game. Um, but it wasn't long before that. After that, I mean, that Luis Diaz just does something spectacular. Probably one of the best goals of the week, I would say. He, I forgot who played the ball. in. Oh, and there's Lebzik. Lebzik gets the goal back. Lebzik gets the goal back. I think it's Danny Almo. Let's go. You love to see it. Lebzik up. Um, and... But uh, in that game, um, you know, uh, Luis Diaz hits this bicicleta, kind of like flicks it up to himself too. It was pretty amazing. And he puts it away. They go up, uh, they tie it 1-1, not long before that either. Mo Salah comes up, takes a PK, misses it, um, but gets the rebound, puts it away. They go up 2-1. They lead at halftime. After halftime, they come back on. And 58th minute, Alexis McAllister gets red carded for studs to the ankle. Very soft, very questionable as well. Not the, you know, there's just been a lot of controversy about a lot of fouls, a lot of red cards going on within this league within the first couple weeks, uh, especially with all the changes in, you know, the referees' handbooks, what they're allowed to call, what the, you know, what's the proper procedure and it doesn't matter. I mean, they, they send McAllister off. I'm pretty sure they repealed it and they won. So he's not suspended for three games. I don't even think he, he's suspended for one. I think they knew that it was a mess up. So he gets a red card. Now they're down to 10 men, only leading by 2-1. But that doesn't matter. Diego Jota slots one home, makes it a 3-1 game in the 62nd minute. 
and they win 3-1. Just in Liverpool fashion, you know, domination, hold of the ball, really good defense. I mean, Allison stepping on, standing on his head, made some incredible saves towards the end of the game. Bournemouth could have went up or at least uh, lowered their deficit by a goal, maybe even tied it. There was two two opportunities Bournemouth have that Allison just made a beautiful save, beautiful save, and they get the 3-1 victory, and Liverpool look good right now, you know, they tied Chelsea, not really um, they, what they would like to do against Chelsea, especially with the possession that they held, but they come away with a good win against a very good uh, Bournemouth, Bournemouth squad, so they, they win that game 3-1, um, after that game, well, going on at the same time actually, Brighton, Hope, and Albion away at the Molyneux against Wolverhampton Wanderers. And this is a game, you know, they just destroyed, um, I forgot who the uh, they played the week before. I want to say they played, uh, it wasn't Everton, it was, it was uh, Luton Town. Yeah, so Brighton take on Luton Town last week, beat them 4-1. Evan Ferguson on the board. I'm pretty sure Stupin Young had a goal. Uh, Solly March had a goal. Someone else had a goal. One of their new recruits. And, you know, a lot of momentum from this squad. A lot of momentum. They take on Wolves. A not really that high class of a team. But it doesn't matter. Matomo, with my opinion, goal of the week, dribbles past five Wolves defenders who were, you know, trying to keep up with him, trying to. Be stride for stride, but Matomo is just so swifty, so fast, off his touch. And he takes it past five Wolves defenders and just finishes it like he's Terry Henry. You know, the classic fade to your left, but finish with your right foot in the far corner. It was beautiful to watch. Uh, assisted by Pierre's Stupignon as well. Didn't really do much for the uh, assist. Kind of just gave it to him and said, go. Go ahead. Matomo, beautiful goal. Um, he really is a dangerous player in this league. Um, got him for cheap too, Brighton. He's, I think as of right now, he is the highest paid player on Brighton, which is crazy because he's not even paid that high. And we're talking about a team that just sold Moise Quincedo to Chelsea for like $115 million so or euros. So this is uh, this is a team that not only know how to sign players, recruit players, but they sign them cheap, they sell them high. And Matomo, one of those players. Um, I'm hoping he stays on the team for a while, but he opens the scoring, makes it a 1-0 game. Estuping Young makes it a 2-0 game. Clinical finish at the back post, also assisted by Matomo. So Matomo gets scores assisted by Estuping Young. Estuping Young scores gets assisted by Matomo. Sally March comes into the stat sheet, 51st minute, scores a goal, assisted by Incenso, and then scores another goal in the 55th minute, also assisted by um, Julio Incenso. So, they're up 4-0, it's not until the 61st minute, He Chang, he Chang Huang scores a goal, assisted by Sarabi, and, you know, they dominate this game. Mateus Nunes gets a red card late. Just pure frustration. And, uh, you know, Brighton are looking good. Brighton have a tough game against West Ham this week coming up. 
we'll get more into that, but, oh, and I must have messed up, Lebzik went up 3-1, huge, huge win, uh, could be a huge win for them, uh, we, we need Monaco to come back as well, for this bet to have some life, um, halftime right now, in Natis, 2-1 Natis, so Monaco, let's go boys, time, yet, um, Ben Yendier, we need you. We need you to put one away for the boys and girls. Come on. Do it for us. Um, also in the Premier League, though, don't really want to talk about it too much, but, man, we got to talk about it. Um, Tottenham beat Manchester United at Tottenham Stadium 2-0. United looked disheveled their midfield does not look good they they have no attacking prowess it's it's very tough it's very tough out there for um for the united side and uh you know they lose this game 2-0 pape sar with a clinical goal in the 49th minute but then you know they're only down a goal i mean they didn't really have a, a lot of momentum and then uh you know uh they sub on tottenham subs on um, was it Davis, Ben Davis, and he has a little flubber to the net, barely even touches him, but then Martinez somehow scuffs it and scores an own goal. I don't understand this team. Tottenham are looking decent. They're looking good. They look like maybe they can battle for top four. United, on the other hand, who are currently qualified for Champions League, do not like, do not look like they deserve to be in Champions League. So, We'll see. I mean, we'll see how it goes. I'm really, I'm hoping for the boys. You know me. I'm a big United fan. Uh, but sometimes you have to live in reality. Uh, I was rooting for them the whole time. I mean, even in the 90th minute, I'm going, all right, if they get a goal, 99 uh, extra minutes into this game, they can f- possibly tie this up, make this a 2-2 game. But, you know, the, it just looks like they're lacking passion. Bruno misses a pretty easy header opportunity Marcus Rashford has a one-on-one with uh their new goalkeeper Vicario who I'll give listen all all acclimates to Vicario he is playing dynamite he is uh he's shot blocking he's making great saves he had a great save on Marcus Rashford so he's looking good I mean he saves a Casemiro header that looked like it was bound to go in flicks it over the bar with the you know a couple fingers so uh, tough game for United. They they have to pick it up. They have an, uh, a game against Nottingham this coming up this weekend uh, tomorrow. Tottenham taking on Bournemouth tomorrow as well. Should be an interesting game, but need to pick it up. Need to pick it up big time. Um, but kind of to transition to other leagues, what uh, what went down on Saturday? Borussia Dortmund sneak out with a one nil win at home against FC Köln. Daniel Malin gets the goal in the 88th minute. It was a late, late goal. Beautiful executed, beautifully executed on the back post. And uh, Dortmund, big, big win, uh, 1-0 win. Uh, it's a good 1-0 dub. You know, especially if they want to battle again, if they want to be in this um, the title race again, they got to do it. They got to pull out these late victories against teams that, you know, Cole's not a bad team. They they surprise teams every now and then. Uh, so I think, you know, this is a good win for them. So Bundesliga's looking good, man. And um, to 
Go to another league. Serie A, first week back. You got to love it. Taking on um, one of the first games that I was paying attention to. Fro- Frozen on, which is a newly pr- promoted Serie A team. Taking on Napoli, your Serie A 2022-23 champions. Um, Napoli looked good, but you know they let up an early goal in the first seventh minute. And uh, they go down 1-0. And then it didn't take long. 24th minute, 1-1. Matteo Palatomi, unassisted, scores a goal. And, uh, you know, they almost score another goal in the 35th minute. Uh, that gets that gets ruled off sides by VAR. And then 42nd minute, Ben. Man, uh, he's back. Victor Osimon, who everyone thought he was going to leave. He wounds up staying. Signs a, I think he signed a one-year con. Levzik makes it a 4-1 game. Beautiful, beautiful goal. And um But Victor Osiman, man, he he scores his first goal of the season, 42nd minute, assisted by Giovanni Di Lorenzo, the Capteon. Um Giovanni Di Lorenzo would also go on and assist Victor Osiman again in the 79th minute. Um so Victor Osiman scores his brace, first brace of the season. Probably more to come. And then Giovanni Di Lorenzo. Good guy. Good last name. Scores. Um, assists him on both occasions. This, this is a nasty duo. Because Giovanni Di Lorenzo likes to get forward. He likes to push the pace of the ball. And he, he could send in a cross, man. Victor Osimon. Put in the brace in. Napoli. 3-1. Good win by the boys. Um, moving towards uh, La Liga as well. We saw Real Madrid play Almira, and Almira hosting the squad. They go up 1-0 again. Another early goal scored by the home team against a big club. They score the first goal. Sergio Arribes scores it, makes it a 1-0 game, but it wasn't long after. Jude Bellingham. Hey, Jude. Don't let me down. You have find her, now go and get her. He scores unassisted and then also scores late in the, uh, somewhat late in the second half, makes it a 2-1 game, a beautiful header, assisted by Tony Kroos. And then he goes on and assists Vinicius Jr. Vinicius Jr. just doing Vinicius Jr. things. Vinny! Puts it top bins. Makes it a 3-1 game. Real Madrid win. Um, They have a game playing right now actually. As we speak. uh, Taking on Celto Vigo. 0-0 away right now. Two away games in a row. But Jude Bellingham really showing his class. Showing that he's worth the money. And Leipzig score again. It's a 5-1 game. Who would have thought. Oh my. Uh, 5-1, Leipzig over Sturgott, and uh, Chelsea still leading 1-0 over Luton Town, 52nd minute. Um, but yeah, class win, class win by um, Real Madrid. Um, and then on Sunday as well, back to uh, Serie A, Inter, Le- uh, Lietro, Letoro Martinez, the Argentine, scores two goals, one assisted by Dunfries. One assisted by Marco Arnautovic. 
One coming in the 8th, one coming in the 76th minute. They look good. Inter look good. They hold a 2-0 clean sheet over Monza. And um, later on that day, later on Saturday, the game that I predicted was going to be the game of the week, maybe the game of the month, maybe the game of the year, did not turn out that way. It was very, very, very um, unexciting. Not unexciting, but you know, very disappointing. Uh, I thought it was going to be a clash of titans, and it turned out to just be Man City bolstering their attack and bolstering their possession game. And basically... Sucking the fun out of the game for Newcastle. Newcastle had some opportunities, but Miguel Am- Amaron, um, they kind of just, uh, Guillermez too, they kind of forced, City forced it to be in these people's feet, and they just did not produce. I think they said, hey, listen, if they have the ball, that's fine. Force them to take a shot. You know, Guillermez with a terrible shot. And uh, Miguel Amaron, he just could not, find the pace on the wing he would get the ball find the pace a little bit but would always have to cut back we're used to him you know getting the ball finding someone in the middle and continuing his run getting off man and then um taking it and getting a goal but they couldn't do it but um phil foden playing a excellent kevin de bruyne role he assists julian alvarez who alvarez had a beauty of a shot one of the top goals of the week in my opinion he puts them up 1-0 in the 31st minute and then no goals until then. I mean, after that, uh, game finishes 1-0. City on a two-game winning streak. They go on and they have to play Sheffield United away this weekend on Sunday. I'll get more into that a little bit about predictions. But, you know, not the game of the season, not the game of the month, not even the game of the week in my opinion. Um, but City, City looking good. Newcastle. They got a tough game coming up against Liverpool this weekend as well. We'll see. We'll see how they do. Uh, it's going to be interesting. This is a team that could have been title contenders. I mean, hey, listen, losing 1-0 to Manchester City is not the biggest disappointment. It would have been nice to draw, but losing 1-0, come on. That's that's a good result. As much as they don't, you know, they're not feeling it right now, long, if they look at it, you know, in a, in a couple weeks, depending on what their form is. A 1-0 loss to Man City in the Etihad, not that bad. Not that bad at all, in my opinion. Um, But that concluded our Saturday fixtures. We move on to Sunday. Sunday, we open up, and I kind of want to get into this a little bit because I'm going to back them. I think they're going to be the promoted squad. They might win the league, finish second, or if they they do make playoffs, I think they're going to win the playoff battle. Um, Norwich City took on Millwall. They make this game 3-0 by the 50, 56th minute. Goals by Jonathan Rowe. Goal by Joshua Sargent and Ashley Barnes. Ashley Barnes assisted Jonathan Rowe in the first goal. Joshua Sargent with a crazy header. Assisted by Gabrielle Sara. I mean, this you know United States men's national team player, Joshua Sargent, He's finding foreign. He's getting kind of big. He he kind of looks like a yoked look yoked man now. He he's looking good. I mean, this is good news for the World Cup coming up. Gabriel Sara as well. I mean, Brazilian striker or, or winger. He looks great on the ball. He knows how to play a ball. He knows how to shoot well. He can get open. I mean, this Norwich squad, man, 
big, big 3-0 lead against a team, Millwall, who were being very dangerous last year in the championship. So, we'll see what happens. I think, in my opinion, Norwich are one of the top squads right now in the championship. Obviously, moving forward, we shall see. But, looking very good. Looking very good from their end, uh, Norwich City is. And, um, you know, they, they wound up letting a goal late in the um, 91st minute. They uh, Millwall score, scores to make it a 3-1 game. But Norwich City coming out with a dub. I'm back in the Canaries in the championship. Let's go. And um, also on Sunday, back to the Premier League. Uh, Ashton Villa showcasing what they're capable of against a team that is really down in the dumps right now. Everton, that that is. Uh, Aston Villa lost to Newcastle 5-1. to Musa Diaby, the only goal scorer on the day on his debut. But, you know, away in at St. Saint James Park. That's a tough, tough game. Or St. Mary's. That's a uh, St. James, I think. That's a tough game. But they find form. Um, first half, John McGinn with a goal assisted by Leon Bailey, and then uh, Douglas Louise with a penalty. So they make this a 2-0 game. Leon Bailey then comes on, 51st minute, scores a goal, makes it a 3-0 game. Um, he gets hurt. They wound up subbing on Hone Duran, and he wounds up putting one away too in the 75th minute. So this is a team that's looking good. I mean, you know, big injuries, uh... Like we said last week, um, Tyrone Mings tearing an ACL and um, not Buendia. Um, there, were, um, there was another guy who's, who tore his ACL, but they're looking good, man. I mean, obviously, Everton is a squad that's hurting right now. They need to, um, you know, they signed some players in the offseason. Maybe they might have to sign another player, but... They're looking good, man. They have a good matchup this week against Burnley on the road. Um, we'll see what happens with that one. I mean, I, I think I have a decent opinion who's going to win, but Ashton Villa looking like a good team. They come out also with a huge win during the midweek. Um, I forgot who they played, but it's a it's a qualifying game for the Europa Conference League. They win like 5-0, so... This team's playing well. They're they're playing well in Europe, um, European competition. They're playing well in the Premier League itself. This is a big forward nil win to um, give them a little spirits about the season. And uh, you know, obviously, as we move forward, I think I think they got um, a lot going for them. This Ashton Villa side um, to go back to the Bundesliga, Union Berlin, first time in the Champions League last year they qualified last year now first game on the year they take on Mons and Kevin Berums who 32 year old German forward for Union Berlin scores his first ever hat trick at home against Mons he puts them all in uh two of them were headers one was a tap in but they win this game four to one Union Berlin looking like a very, very scary team at the moment. Very, very scary. So, we'll see how they look. Oh, and here we are. I'm looking at the stats right now. Ben Yedder scores a goal. But then, um, 
they gave up, well, they gave up a PK in the 48th minute, so they were down 3-1, now it's 3-2. It's only the 60th minute, so it's possible they come back. Hopefully, Monaco can pull off the comeback. I would love to see it. I would love to see it. Um, But also on Sunday, another um, Premier League game that took everyone by surprise, in in my opinion. I didn't think it was going to finish this way. I was back in the Blues. West Ham United let the Bubbles fly on. They take on Chelsea at home. Another London derby on the weekend. And, you know, they they opened the game up with a James Ward-Prowse assist corner kick scored by Aguard, who would later get a red card in the game. But let me tell you, the addition of James Ward-Prowse from Southampton, now on West Ham, this guy, he's only played for Southampton. You know, and and to be honest, a Southampton team that's never really been up to par with the Premier League. They've always finished, you know, lower bottom half of the table. Now he's on a West Ham squad that potentially could make a run at some type of European competition. He's a little older. I think he's getting close to his 30s, if not already 30. But the guy is very, very intelligent assisting wise. Obviously here, he's a set piece specialist could break David Beckham's record in the Premier League for most free kicks scored. Um, he assists Nafar Aguar first goal of the game, and then 28th minute, Cardney Chukomeki scores a beautiful wonder goal, um, unassisted. That's the 28th minute, makes it a 1-1 game. Enzo Fernandez in the 43rd minute misses a PK. I mean, they signed this guy for what, $110 million from, oh, and here's here's Chelsea trying to get their second goal, can't put it away in the box, but they, they signed this kid for a lot of money and misses clinical PKs, man, like that's just, that's a tough, tough situation, you don't want to be missing PKs when it comes down to it, they could have went up 2-1 at halftime, they go into halftime, 1-1, Mikel Antonio Scores the second goal for West Ham United, assisted again by James Ward-Prowse. And uh, it was a beautiful standoff, classic Antonio goal, just so much stronger than so many players. And he buries it far corner uh, on the ground. It was a really, really nice goal. And then um, the same player who scored the first goal for West Ham gets his second yellow card in the 67th minute. He's off the field. West Ham are down to 10 men. But it doesn't matter. Um, 95th minute, they West Ham hold off Chelsea, hold off their opportunities, possess the ball a decent amount, and um, you know they wound up getting a PK at the end of the game. Mo- Moise Concedo coming onto the pitch, comes onto the pitch, automatically within a couple minutes takes a man down in the box. Um, the West Ham wound up taking a PK scored by Lucas Poqueta, Poqueta, and uh, who has been, you know on the hot seat right now because of allegations due to um, illegal gambling. We'll see what happens with him. But they win this game 3-1. West Ham are buzzing. Um, They have a tough game this weekend against Brighton. I'll get into my predictions after that. After uh, a couple more games we had to talk about. uh, Barcelona. 2-0 win against Cadiz. They don't score until the 82nd minute. uh, A goal by Pedri, assisted by... New signing, Gundogan, which is just really good to see from Gundogan um, automatically making an impact 
into this Barcelona side. Ferran Torres then scoring in the 94th minute, assisted by Robert Lewandowski. 2-0 win for Barcelona. They tied their first game, um, but currently are on the right path. I mean, me personally, I think these um, El Clasicos that are going to happen between Real Madrid and Barcelona are going to be some of the best El Clasicos that we've ever seen. Without, obviously, the heroics of Messi and Ronaldo. I mean, those El Clasicos can't really be touched. But the squads that these two teams have right now, they're going to look very dangerous for the time coming up. They're going to be a very dangerous two squads, in my opinion. So, Barcelona come out, luckily, with a 2-0 win. Not scoring until the 82nd minute and then the 94th. Also on the day for Serie A, not La Liga. We had Bologna taking on AC Milan to get it started off. Olivier Giroud scores the first goal in the 11th minute. And then new, newly signed Christian Pulisic, Captain America, scores the second goal for AC Milan. Olivier Giroud assisting him. Big, big, huge moment for, for Christian Pulisic. And it was a cracker. It was a huge goal, huge goal by Christian Pulisic. Uh, beautiful to watch, absolutely gorgeous finish, and um, he he gets on the score sheet first first game in Serie A. He already has a bagger, so amazing to see from him. And then to end, basically the week we had Crystal Palace hosting Arsenal. Very cagey affair, not a lot going on. There was a potential as a PK gets wiped off. And, um, you know, uh, Inketia winds up getting take, taken out. So they give Arsenal PK. Martin Odegaard, El Capteon, scores for Crystal Palace. But then they wound up going down to 10 men by a yellow card by Tomiyasu. He gets yellow carded. and uh, But Arsenal hold out. And, you know, they look like a team that are going to, once again, probably compete for this Premier League title. So, a good, good win by Arsenal. Makes it two in a row. Um, obviously, competing right now with Brighton. Competing with um, Man City. The only undefeated teams as we speak. So, and I think... Um, I actually think... Uh, what's it called? Uh, Brentford. Brentford also undefeated as we speak. So, it's going to be a tight end of the season. Obviously, we're only two weeks in, but... Should be should be very very interesting. Oh, Brentford, my bad, tied. But Arsenal, City, Brighton, Hove, and Albion only um, teams with six points as we stand two weeks into the season. It's early, man. I mean, oh, and then Raheem Sterling scores his brace on the day against Luton Town, two nil, sixty eighth minute. Raheem Sterling, just right time, right pace. I wonder who assisted him on that. It was a beautiful goal. Passed across the box. Once again though. Lebzik up. 5-1. to one Against. Um, Sturgott. In a. Um, second. Second week. Of. Bundesliga. And let's see it here. Just so I can give you some clarification. Um, 27. Who is that? Uh, Diasi. I don't know who. Is 27 on Chelsea. Let's see. Gusto, who's playing, he has both assists on the day, for two, both to um, Sterling. So that's pretty cool. Two assists for Gusto, the um, 
20-year-old right midfielder from France. And, uh, yeah, so let's kind of get into predictions for this upcoming week. Um, You know, if you're listening to this right now on Saturday morning, I'm sorry for giving this out late. But um, to really start it off, Bournemouth hosting Tottenham. I think this game is going to end 2-1 Tottenham. I think they're playing really good football. I, I could see them scoring two goals maybe late. Maybe Bournemouth opening up the, the scoring sheet. Or maybe uh, Tottenham score their first two goals first. And then Bournemouth scores uh, a, a, a goal to try to put this into a tie draw situation. But I think Pepe Sar is playing really well. Uh, Romeo's playing well. Van de Var, Van de Ven. The new signing center back for Tottenham is also playing well. And uh, Vicario. Vicario and Nets playing well. I mean, dude, this squad, you know, without even without Harry Kane, they're looking good. They're looking good. Bournemouth also looking good. But I just think they're a, a, a class below Tottenham. So I'm going to say Tottenham 2-1. Also on Saturday morning, Dortmund away at Bochum. I think this is going to be a turnaround game for Dortmund I think they're going to win this game in spectacular fashion 3-1 Dortmund maybe a goal from uh, Adeyemi or maybe an assist by Emi I would really like that um, another Bundesliga game we're going to talk about Union Berlin taking on Darmstadt a uh, Darmstadt lost last week Union Berlin like we talked about 4-1 victory I'm going to say that on the road they do the same thing they're going to win this game 3-1 um, I think they're just going to fly. I think uh, Union Berlin are going to be another team like they were last year that are going to compete for this uh, for this Bundesliga title. Uh, also on Saturday, Arsenal hosting Fulham. Like we said, they're flying, man. They, Arsenal undefeated. Well, six. The only one out of three teams that are currently have six points. I think they. Are gonna win this game three to one. I don't even maybe Fulham don't even get on the stat sheet because Fulham, as of right now, they don't have any really good goal scorers. Uh, Bobby Reed, their only goal scorer of the year, they get shut out against Brentford. No one gets on the stat sheet. They do have some good players. Um, obviously, Mitrovic now leaving to the Saudi Arabian League. They have Raul Raul Jimenez, but. Rahul Jimenez hasn't been the same since his head injury back in like 2018. So it's going to be tough for him to uh, it's going to be tough for him to really get on the stat sheet. Um, they have some good other players who could probably score. William, we've seen William last year have some really class goals, but they they're going to have to push it. They're going to have to push the envelope against a really really drilled Arsenal side. But that's why I'm taking Arsenal three one Arsenal. After that game, Brentford. Taking on Crystal Palace, Brentford home, another London derby. I think Wiesa is going to be good. I think Mwemu is going to be good. Um, their midfield was playing good. Damsgaard, uh, Janssen. Defensively, they're playing really good. Flecken with another shutout last week. I, I think uh, Brentford have this. Crystal Palace still no Olisi. And, um, you know, that's hurting them bad. I think I think missing out on one of their best players is hurting them. Not having Wilfred Zaha anymore now on Galatasaray, 
who have been playing great football as of recently. I think, um, you know, I think Crystal Palace, are they're going to find form eventually. They're going to get some good wins, but not this week. Brentford, I think they keep their uh, undefeated streak. They're going to win this game 2-0 against Crystal Palace. To move on to the next Premier League game, Everton taking on Wolves. Both teams, Wolves losing to United uh, 1-0 away. And then also losing to Brighton at home 4-1. Everton lost their first game at home to Fulham 1-0. And then got absolutely battered by Ashton Villa 4-0. I think this game, we'd be lucky to see a goal in this game. I'm going to say it's going to finish 1-1. But if they finish 0-0, trust me, I would not be surprised. Um, these teams, especially with Dominic, Dominic Calvin Lewin now out with a head injury. Um, so is Alex Awobi. You know, uh, Don Juma hasn't been playing well for for Wolves, maybe Cunha can get something going together, or, or uh, Silva. They played well against United. They looked like absolute shit against Brighton, but I think it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be a tough week for both teams. So, you know, no Matthias Nunes for Wolves as well with the red card. So I'm saying one-one, maybe zero-zero, maybe a couple of goose eggs. And um, after that game. Another morning game. We have Manchester United hosting Nottingham. Now this is a game that on paper everyone's picking. And then we have Chelsea with another goal. Who put it away? We're going to see Sterling cross it over here. And it might be... I don't know who put that one away. Um, Was it Nico Jackson? Is he still on the pitch? Well, let me look real quick. Before I, uh, before I, uh, mess it up. Yeah, Nico Jackson with the goal. You gotta love to see it. New signing, Nico Jackson. First goal, Premier League goal of the season. Or no, yeah, first Premier League goal of the season. If you took him in, um, you know, Premier League fantasy, this is, this is a good sign for you right here. 3-0, Chelsea over Luton Town. And, uh, you know, they're moving. Chelsea's, Chelsea's playing well right now. Um, but, yeah, United United taking on Nottingham Forest at home. On paper, United should win. On paper. They have better players, but Nottingham Forest. Um, you know, they have uh, Morgan Gibbs-White. They have Awoni. They have Alanga. They have a pretty decent defense. They got Matty Turner. They aren't a team you could take lightly. Um, I'm going to say United win 2-1 by the skin of their teeth. I'm saying they win 2-1 by the skin of their teeth. I'm going to say that it's going to look ugly from a United standpoint. I don't even know who's going to score for United. That's another problem. Maybe Luke Shaw. I'm I'm hoping a defender can actually help this attack because Granacho's looking bad. Antony's looking bad. Marcus Rashford's looking bad. No Hoyland. Bruno's looking bad. Casimiro's looking bad. Mason, Matt. I mean, like the whole attacking, all the attacking players that we have just don't look good. So if United win this game 2-1, God bless them. 
God bless him. I honestly think Nottingham could pull up an upset this week. They could win this game 1-0, 2-1. Or they can even come out of Old Trafford with a 1-1 draw or a 0-0 draw. We shall see. But I'm going to back United. I'm going to say 2-1 United. And then uh, we have the last game of the Premier League. on Well, not the last game of the weekend, but on Saturday. Brighton, Hoban Albion taking on West Ham United. Obviously, we talked about it. Brighton on a hot streak. Two 4-1 victories in a row. West Ham United coming off a 1-1 draw. And then a um, 3-1 victory over Chelsea. Which is great to see. And um, yeah, I mean, I personally believe this is going to end in a draw. I'm hoping it's high scoring. I think Brighton are going to have two. I think West Ham are going to have two. Um, I think West Ham, David Moyes are going to have these boys buzzing. Deserby with Brighton are going to have them buzzing. I think no one's going to want to make a mistake. West Ham are going to probably play a very, very defensive game. But maybe Ward Prowse can hit. I mean, if he hits a free kick, I think he breaks David Beckham's record. I could see them potentially getting a free kick goal. um, Or maybe Jared Bowen gets an assist. Or, you know, uh, Mikel Antonio can... Probably play good body attacking striker role. So it's going to be an interesting game. Um, I think Brighton also have a lot of power. Incenso possibly not playing with an injury. So we we should see. Um, I'm going to call it 2-2 draw. A couple uh, dubs deuce. Dubs deuce or a a Desmond as they call it. And um, yeah, 2-2 draw in my opinion. I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, Yeah. And then we have, um, to end the day on Saturday, Bundesliga matchup between Borussia Mogblock and Byron Leverkusen. I'm back in Byron Leverkusen. I'm saying Byron Leverkusen win this game 3-1. I think they're going to be very intense on Borussia Mogblock, um, who are struggling right now. Um, You know, they, they had a huge lead against Augsburg. Osberg winds up coming back, making a 3-3 game by halftime. And then um, Osberg goes up. Musha, Borussia Mogblak score a late, late PK. So I'm just saying um, they're not going to be able to handle Byron Leverkusen, who who defeated uh, RB Leipzig 3-2. So I'm back, in, I'm back in Leverkusen to end Saturday. And then into Monday, we have uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 games um, to talk about Burnley, first one, Burnley hosting Ashton Villa. Aston Villa, like we said, 4-0 victory against Everton. Burnley had a postponed game uh, due to Luton Towns, um, Kellenworth Road Stadium not being ready for the Premier League. So they had they were supposed to play, play last week and they didn't. They have some rest. But to me, that doesn't matter. I think Aston Villa win this game 3-1. Um, Maybe some goals by Diab, um, Musa Diaby. Maybe, you know, Ali Watkins gets on the score sheet. We shall see. But I'm saying 3 1, mainly, mainly, maybe Burnley put one away. Could be a 3 0 victory for Aston Villa. Um, also, on the day around the same time, or maybe it's a little later game, Sheffield United hosting Manchester City. I mean, we all know what's going to happen here, folks. I think it's going to be a bloodbath. Um, I'm saying 3-0 City against Sheffield, but 
that could be very conservative to what City could produce against a team that just does not look good going forward, does not look good defensively. Um, you know, they only lose at home 1-0 to Crystal Palace, but didn't look like they got a lot of opportunities. And Crystal Palace pretty much dominated the whole game, shots on target and possession-wise. And then, um, you know, they... They, uh, they lose to Nottingham 3-1, my man. That was the Friday game. So a week ago, they lose to Nottingham. They get a hammer, Gustavo Hammer, with an absolute bullet of a goal. But I think um, I think it's a tough game for them. 3-0 conservatively. I would back uh, Phil Foden to have a goal or an assist. Uh, maybe Alvarez to score. Holland to maybe have a brace. We we shall see. Um, I think it's going to be a tough game for that uh, for Sheffield, and I think uh, we're going to see City go into the end of the weekend with nine points, as um, they're probably going to be tied on points with Arsenal, in my opinion. So, um, and then a huge, huge Premier League game: Newcastle with two to- tough games in a row. They had to take on City last week. At the Etihads, they lose 1-0. And now they had to take on Liverpool at home. Um, Liverpool looking good. Big win last weekend. And, um, you know, I think it's going to be a tight game. I'm calling for a 1-1 draw. Uh, it could be a maybe a 2-2 draw if there's going to be a lot of goals. But I think they're going to be very defensive, especially Newcastle, a team that was had the best defense last year. And they didn't really lose anyone. Uh, I think Trippier has a uh, has a good good game. Shuts down that uh, that left wing for for Liverpool, which could be Diego Jota, um, could be Diaz, and uh, you know got to contain Salah, of course. Um, but even on the other end, they got to watch out for Almiron. They got to watch out for uh, Isaac. Um, I think he's gonna. He'll have a good game. He didn't really have a good game against City, but I think he'll he'll find spots in the Liverpool defense. And, um, you know, Joe Linton could be out. So we could see Harvey Barnes starting, which would be huge. And, uh, yeah, I'm calling for a 1-1 draw, maybe a 2-2 draw for the Liverpool-Newcastle game. Um, should be a great game, though. And um, to end Sunday, we have two more games. Real taking on Barcelona. I'm calling for a Barcelona 2-1 victory. Um, Villarreal playing decent last last game. Um, I think they tied or they lost. I could they could have won honestly. They could have beat. Yeah, they beat. Um, they beat uh, Mal Mallorca. Mallorca, one nil. Seventy first minute goal. I think they're gonna get. In, not embarrassed, but I think they're going to have a really, really tough game. Um, you know, they lose to Real Baptiste at home before uh, earlier two weeks ago. So I think Barcelona take takes care of business on Sunday, two nil, two one victory, and then Bayern Munich hosting hosting Augsburg um, should be a pretty easy win for Bayern Munich. I'm calling for a three one Bayern Munich win. Um, so that's pretty much it for prediction-wise. And then uh, just kind of to talk about a couple signings. Uh, Manchester City signing Jeremy Duku from 
Rennes in League One. This is huge, huge signing for Man City. They get a really class right winger. And, uh, you know, that that's kind of what they're looking for. Uh, you know, losing Mares to the Saudi Arabian League is huge. He was their man. But, um, you know, hopefully this signing a Duku and depending on if he gets to play this weekend or next week, you know, there's some cup games coming up. But we'll we'll discuss more about those cup games um, after we probably do a podcast on Monday. But hey, it's gonna be a fun weekend. I think you know there's gonna be a lot of upsets. Or I, honestly, there there could be a couple upsets. Like United could get upset. Uh, Tottenham could possibly get upset if they're not on their A game. Um, I just hope you know. Everything kind of... I hope my fantasy team does well. I hope James Ward-Prowse gets another assist. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it should be an interesting weekend. So, stay up to date. Watch watch the games if you can. Watch the highlights afterwards if you can. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're a couple weeks into all the leagues, uh, except for the MLS. MLS is almost near playoff time, so... Should be interesting to see if Inter Miami could find a playoff berth and make it in as a low seed and maybe take care of teams, uh, especially, you know, with all the new signings that they have. Um, But St. Louis City, man, St. Louis City looking good. Tim Parker with another goal in a 6-3 victory at home against Austin FC. Um, Cincinnati with a big win as well. The, The MLS is starting to get around that time where you know playoffs are going to start hitting so we'll keep you up to date with that as well um and that's pretty much it uh you know follow follow the the soundcloud spotify podcast apple podcast follow the instagram page you know we we like to give out highlights insight into each game and uh you know if you if you like this episode if you like what we're doing over here at uh world football podcast studio you know let us know uh you know um email us uh, or dm us on instagram you know so thank you so much for listening for those that do listen uh hopefully i can get this video to work I couldn't get the last one to work but um i'm ryan DiLorenzo. this has been world football podcast i will talk to you guys soon enjoy the weekend Peace out.